brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. And vanished. Leapers Unite. Yes. Um, the taster tape that is titled Quantum Leap 2018 is out and about. The first place you'll be able to view it is on the Absolute Radio Facebook page. Search and like. It is up there now, waiting for you on your Monday morning. Um, the video sees me leaping from life to life, hoping to put right what once went wrong. Yeah. The lives include an escaped prisoner from a maximum security institute which basically is in America, even though we filmed it in a dirty alleyway in Soho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, I leap into the body of a bona fide Hollywood A-lister. He was more than happy to lend his services to this, as he too is a self-proclaimed leaper. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you who it is. As I say, go to the Absolute Radio Facebook page and check it out. It's a fleeting appearance, but it's all we needed him for. Yeah. Because that's the issue, isn't it? When you leap into somebody, there's not really anything they can do beyond look in a mirror and go, oh boy. Oh boy that's it. That's uh, the beauty of it. He delivered oh it as you would expect of a man of his stature in the yeah, acting yeah. community. First time. Yes. Absolutely first time. Then I leap into the body of someone who is quite a divisive character here in the uh, building in London's Golden Square. Uh, loved by 99.9% .9 of the people here, loathed by Matt Dyson. <laughs> wouldn't say loathed just now uh, just inappropriate in the workplace really yeah yep okay well i really like andy bush i don't know what you're probably... <laughs> no i also yeah, the in... way he keeps touching me <laughs> <laughs> that's, not that's not true um <laughs> morning bush yeah andy's uh, legal people uh, that's not true. <laughs> andy hasn't got any legal people um anyway yes yeah, so again watch the video it is on the absolute radio facebook page we're going to tweet it out as well so give us a little follow at absolute radio and you can see the hollywood superstar that i leap into to, as well as the divisive member of the team here at Absolute Radio. Uh, happy Quantum Link Day, everybody, and thank you so much for all of your kind comments in the build-up to the release of the video. We're going to be sharing some of those with you next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. So yesterday afternoon, I posted a still from the uh, Bring Back Quantum Leap video, uh, and I said this is a still from the hashtag Bring Back Quantum Leap Tasters tape, which goes live tomorrow morning on the show. Uh, that is this very morn, so you can see it on our Facebook page, or you can check it out on Twitter as well. And some of the comments, it's so lovely how many of you have bought into this idea. Andy Bant said, I am so excited for this, I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Um, looking good, I'm going to get up extra early for this. Spencer 13, who's actually a very accomplished actor, has said, amazing, I'm so jealous you didn't make me part of this. Oh, wow. I am buzzing at this, <laughs> roll on 6am. A lot of leapers out there. Says Erica 44. Um, S1 Verrill just did, like, well, that wacky, crazy face emoji. Oh, I don't know what that's that means. Is good or not? I'm not sure. I think, but... I think it is good. There's a cry laughing one near it as well. You're right, so okay, it must yeah, be good, surely. Good. Uh, and Gavin Bradbury says that he found season f all five seasons of Quantum Leap on DVD and a few years back had them converted so they'd work on his iTunes. Wow. This is Shirley Sayers has asked Sky, actually requested that Sky start reshowing oh, Quantum Leap. And uh, David Pierce, I don't think it's dangerous, Dave Pierce, but it's another David Pierce here, uh, says, My weekend viewing uh, is the first series, the entire first oh. series of Quantum Leap on DVD. He's ordered it through the post. Oh. He says he needed to see for himself what all the fuss was about. You lucky dog. I'm so you... jealous of him watching that first series. Me too. You have a 
televisual journey ahead of you that's going to blow <laughs> oh, your mind. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, riddle me this. Last week, of course, we had the mod father Paul Weller running into some woods. Yeah. Which posed the question, if a mod falls over in a forest but no-one's around to hear him or her fall, does it make a sound? Yeah, we may never know the answer to that no. one. We move on now to Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose. He has a chain that is nailed to his wall. Does he? Yes. Mm. Axl Rose's chain is ten feet long... And the centre of the chain dips down five feet from where each side of the chain is nailed to said wall. How far are the two ends of the chain from each other? So last week we had a little brief one about Paul Weller running into the woods, and now we've got this. Shall I do it? Do you want it again? Yeah, I'm, you're yeah. going to have to. Okay, it's Monday one more time. morning. It's not even 7 o'clock OK, yet. everybody, get in touch. 8, 12, 15. I'm confident that many of you would have already been texting him with an answer yeah, to this. probably know. Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose has a chain that is nailed to his wall. Axl Rose's chain is 10 feet long at the centre, and the chain dips down 5 feet from where each side of the chain is nailed to said wall. How far are the two ends of the chain from one another? This is just for fun. It's just to get the grey matter going on a Monday morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. You know, I'm the kind of broadcaster who likes to source his own riddles. And the one time I hand over that responsibility to a so-called friend, it all goes pear-shaped. That's right, producer Dave. This is far too complicated. No, it's not. It's just meant to be a bit of fun on a Monday morning to get people's brains going. Riddles are supposed to be compu- complicated because it needs to... Get the brain going. Let me run. If you're just joining us, this is what Dave came up with. <laughs> Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose has a chain that is nailed to his wall. Already there's so many questions. Yeah, I mean, why? What's going on? Man? Don't concern yourself just with from why. An in, <laughs> just from an interior design point of view, this is already flawed. Yeah. Oh, I saw it as an outdoor wall, but anyway. Oh, OK, cool. Oh, it's an outdoor wall. Is yeah. It? Oh, right, oh, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Well, that makes everyone's always chain. <laughs> well, I know that if I won the <laughs> £10,000 Wix fix for a garden makeover, the first thing I'd ask him to do is yeah. nail a giant chain to the wall. <laughs> That's not important. Axl Rose's chain is... Is ten feet long, and the centre of the chain dips down five feet from where each side of the chain is now to the wall. How far are the two ends of the chain from one another? Emma, I'm just going to ask out of politeness, did you get this? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, there I am. No, I didn't, I didn't understand the question. No, I didn't understand no, the question. I just, I, I'm just, just getting bogged down in why he's got a chain on his wall. I mean, Ashley from Blackburn has suggested 7.07 feet. Which is a very specific answer. <laughs> a specific but wrong answer. But wrong, now, I've seen the answer and it still doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. And only one person got it right, and that was the amazing Rosie. Two people. Two people. Yeah. Okay. AD and Lower stuffed as well. AD and Rosie, bravo to you both. The two ends of the chain are nailed to the wall in the same place with the same nail. Um, producer Dave goes on to explain, in order for the 10-foot chain to dip down five feet, it must dip five feet down and five feet up, yeah. toasting the length of the chain. So it's got to be in the same <laughs> spot. I mean, I at least thought, like, if he did have a chain attached to his wall, it would be something would be on the other end, maybe a dog or something. Then <laughs> no. you'd keep the dog in the same garden thing. on the no. chain. No. But no. now it's just a loop of chain <laughs> in Axel Rose's garden. What is he doing? My question is life choices. I think I'm going to change the name of this feature to Dave Berry is Confused. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should call it from now on. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now, as we do on Mondays and Fridays, it's time for What's a Six Word Story Morning Glory. Summarise what's going on in your world in a concise six word story. 
I'll get the ball rolling. Yeah. Took my in-laws up the shard. Oh, hello. Six words, <laughs> and we had a wonderful time. Getting there was like, it was almost Mission Impossible-esque. It was like the beginning of four weddings. It was like that bit in Home Alone where they're trying to get to the airport. Right. But just in 31-degree heat. Ooh. So I've never been so happy to walk into a restaurant before. It yeah. was ting. It was air-conditioned. It was ting. It was the boom It was ting. ting. It was the boom ting. ting. <laughs> the table was near the window, which is always the ting that I like best. Yeah. In a restaurant, <laughs> and uh, and you started talking in patois, which is uh, unexpected. Which development. Was, well, it was inevitable. I think many people will say. Um, thank you for getting in touch. You are already at eight twelve fifteen. Um, horse racing, wing fest, still hungover. Oh, oh, what, what a weekend, eh? What a combo. Still really confused by Dave's riddle. <laughs> That's from Matt in Chelmsford. Aren't we all, Matt? Um, what's your six words? Uh, just call me the new Miyagi. <laughs> uh, this weekend was so hot. Is that a Karate Kid as reference? A, as a, yes, yeah, okay. as mentioned before. And my house was riddled with flies. Oh, no. So many flies. Because you you've got to open the window to let the yeah. cold air... Oh, there's no cold air, but just some air in. Let it circulate. Let it, it circulate. Unfortunately, then the flies come in. And uh, so I, at one point, because there were so many, and I was trying to go around swatting them, I remember a famous... An old video of how flies see humans when you try and swat them, and you're in slow motion as you try and swat them, and they just dart out of the way. Yeah, and they're very hard to catch. They are. I was sat in my armchair at one point. One <laughs> in landed, his armchair. One landed on the chair. armchair. One landed on the armchair. It's an old brown and uh, old brown leather antique of armchair. It is. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think there. it was a bit groggy because I just flicked it <laughs> and it went flying across the room. Sati- you look satisfied. So, like Miyagi, he caught them with uh, with his uh, chopsticks. Yeah, that's right. I did it with a more, more modern approach, with just a flick. So I flicked a fly, hence... I am the new Miyagi. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I learned to use chopsticks by uh, purchasing the novelty Karate Kid ones that came with a little string and a fly attached to it, and you had to try oh, and catch Oh, really? Them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Emma, six-word story? I must stop eating birthday cake now. Uh, I'm still going. It's been two weeks. What, the same cake that came when you were away? No, just different cakes. Oh, right. What, have you got some in there now? Yeah, I've got some <laughs> leftovers if you're interested. Is this the one f- from your parents at the weekend? Yeah, uh, yeah, really dragging out the celebration. So I had another 30th party at the weekend. Well, good for you. Happy birthday once again. Again, again. Thank uh, you. So in the little hot studio over there, you've got some cake bubbling away. Yes, a very sweaty cheesecake. Oh, oh cheesecake. You had me at sweat. <laughs> yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. What's the six-word story, Morning Glory? Dave, Matt and Emma did Legoland Sunday, broke the kids. Oh, really? Just hyper-excited, I imagine. Oh, I bet it's busy as well, probably, isn't it? <sighs> School some old Legoland in this heat. Oh, yeah. And aren't, aren't Lego, this plastic, is it everything plastic? Does it melt? Just, that's what I mean. Think the imagine? Lego statues might melt. That's a good point, yeah. So, you know, imagine hor- horrible having to look at, you know, a melted Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not a summer holiday. No. Morning, guys. Point of fact, it was not Mr Miyagi who caught a fly with a chopstick. It was his student, Daniel, and that's from Pat Abingdon. Oh, really, Pat, is it now? Is that a point of fact? Well, why then am I watching a video of Mr Miyagi catching flies with chopsticks, teaching (laughs) young Danielson how to do it, uh, uh, and catching flies very definitely with the chopsticks himself? Incorrect fact, but thanks for pointing it out. Um, Pat, as you can probably tell by the delivery of that, Matt was livid when he texted me to the show. But thank you very much indeed for doing so. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Happy Quantum Leap Day, one and all. 
Our touching tribute to one of the greatest television programmes of all times is out and about. You can enjoy it on the Absolute Radio Facebook page and on our Twitter feed. Um, I leap from life to life hoping to put right what once went wrong. Mm. Uh, I have a, clearly in the opening sequence escaped from a maximum security prison and uh, which is a very American thing, uh, for some strange reason we won't go into. Um, I'm running down a filthy alleyway in Soho. <laughs> yeah. uh, then we have our cameo from our bona fide Hollywood A-lister, who yeah. was very keen to be involved. And then there's a divisive member of the team here, who also makes an appearance at the end. Loved by everybody in the building but Matt Dyson. <laughs> uh, so go check it out. Uh, but right now, well, we're talking about the weirdest heatwave behaviour you have witnessed or found yourself doing. Um, this comes off the back of the fact that I was on the Tube on Friday and it was so, so warm on the Jubilee line, mm. I can't believe it. And the first thing I saw, a guy got on and he had he had a three-piece wall suit on with a shirt, tie and shoes. What? And I, 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 I felt it made me feel itchy. Yeah. I was just looking at him and I was like... Yeah. And so then I turn slightly to my left and, and there's this guy stood with his back to me. It's quite packed in. And on his back there was this really vibrant green-coloured fly. Oh. And it was just slowly and lazily in the heat just making his way up his back. Yeah. And I was thinking, I need to get that off. But I don't know this person. <laughs> Can I... So I'm trying to... I'm like... I'm literally going... <sighs> Just gently kind of oh, yeah. trying to blow it off because it's creeping me out. It was like yeah. Mad Max. It was sweltering. Oh, everything seemed to be in slow motion. I could hear the slow ticking of a clock as another bead of sweat dropped from somebody's <laughs> eyebrow into their pret a oh, And there's just this fly slowly oh. making his way up this person's back. And then he gets to the top, the lip, the neck hole of his T-shirt. Yeah. And then in one last move, just makes his way down the back oh, no. of the guy's oh, no. T-shirt. Oh, he's inside. He's inside the T-shirt, and I'm freaking oh. out, and I'm thinking, is it acceptable heatwave behaviour for me to slap this guy on the back? Yeah. <laughs> and just go, sorry, mate, I was trying to kill a fly. Yeah, And yeah. as I ran that situation through my head, I thought, I'm just going to have to just leave it. Wow. But it was awful. The fly's probably still in there, in that warm, oh, hot, don't. Hot, oh. hot suit, probably starting a family in there or something. Oh. Yeah, who knows what's going on? This is what we've been driven to. That's why we're talking weirdest heatway behaviour. Matt, you've decided to start storing your iPhone somewhere unusual. No, I had to, I put my phone in, a, in the fridge over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before. But I left it in the car, and uh, which is a big no-no, apparently. Yeah, you shouldn't. And it, it, it overheated, and it was unusable, and I had to cool it down before I could use it again. How did you know it was unusable? Does it give you a, a big, message? Yeah, big yeah, sign comes up. Yeah, it's completely off-limits. Like when you put the wrong code in three times, it says you can't use this. It's disabled until I put it in the fridge. Does it advise you to put it in the fridge? No, it didn't <laughs> give me any <laughs> advice. That's just what put I did. Put me in the fridge! Yeah, I, I put it in the salad crisper. I thought that might be <laughs> the safest <laughs> The Dave Bell. Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I keep a packet of baby wipes next to the bed, Dave. When I get too hot at night, I rub myself down with a few to cool off. <laughs> the result is a massive pile of used baby wipes next to the bed, which raises a lot of questions from my wife when she gets home from the night shift. And that's from Michael in Horsham. Oh, wow. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Hi, Dave. I got in my local co-op freezer. <laughs> the stand-up ones with doors. Great show, says Perry. <laughs> well, thank you, Perry. Uh, yeah, you can get in a co-op stand-up freezer. Yeah, I think you can, yeah. You shouldn't, really, yeah. but no, you can. No, no, definitely do not do that. That's you have to ask yourself the question just because I can. 
can, should I? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Uh, Jason has tweeted, it's always nice to hear from you, Jason. I've started popping into my local Sainsbury's of an evening on the way home from work and spending roughly half an hour in the chilled section mulling over the choice for a pint of milk. Some nights, I'm not going to lie, I don't even need any milk, but that sweet, sweet, cool breeze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. And Barry from Norbury, well, what a concise message this is. Pants, ice cubes, get on it. Thanks very much indeed, Barry. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. For some time now, some have said, including Emma, for too long, we've been going on about <laughs> Quantum Leap. <laughs> and it's all been building to today because we've been working hard on a little taster tape of Quantum Leap 2018. It has gone live. It went live at 6am this morning. Thank you so much to everyone who's watched it and for all of your, well, mostly kind comments. Uh, you can see it on the Absolute Radio Facebook page. It is pinned as it is on Twitter, at Absolute Radio. Give us a follow. Jay says, nice leaping, everybody. Hashtag, oh boy. Uh, Clive says, OMG, as good as the real thing. You've smashed it, guys. Bring back quantum. Yes. Lizzie says, and here we go. We said that we got a bona fide A-lister involved yeah. in our little video. He was keen to be in it. Uh, so we can reveal, as Lizzie has commented on Facebook, you got Simon Pegg. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes, in the video, which, as I say, you can go and watch right now, we do have Simon Pegg because for the second act, I leap into the body of Simon Pegg, who is currently at the time being interviewed by our very own Pete Donaldson. Yeah. And that's when my holographic companion, that only I can see and hear, Al appears to give me the lowdown of what's happening. Yeah. Of course, Al was played by Matt Dyson. Yes, he was. How was it being inside him, by the way? Uh, it felt great. Uh, the difficulty was, when Simon agreed to do this, we obviously realised that whatever he was wearing at the time, we would then have to go out and buy. Yeah. Um, and he was wearing a rather flowery shirt from All Saints. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. Which, uh, uh, well, producer Claire did an incredible job of tracking one down because according to the people at All Saints, there was only one left in all of the oh, world. No. And it was in an extra large. Wow. So uh, it's a bit tent-like in the video, yes, but we had yeah. to match up to what Simon was wearing. It's great of him to fly all the way from Hollywood just to do that, though. Fair play to him. Yeah, it was. He nice. literally, He literally went... Oh, boy, and then left and got back on the yeah, plane. Oh, boy, I've got to be there for that. What, I'll definitely fly all the way over. What a hero. Um, the opening scene of the Bring Back Quantum Leap video sees me in an orange jumpsuit. Thank you once again to our friends at Speed Stitch for supplying that. Oh, yeah. Um, running down a darkened alley, having just escaped from a high-security, high, uh, maximum-security prison. Um... That's when I first leaped. Yeah, although Alan Patterson on Facebook has pointed out that you you run like you have no knees or you've had a, a little accident well, in, in your jumpsuit, well, <laughs> shall we say. Thank you, Alan. Um, <laughs> I'm, Which is a good point if it, you watch it. It's, it's called acting, darling. <laughs> um, so, you know, you go and spend four years at RADA, then come back with your comments because I've clearly, I've either been shot or I've stepped on some glass or something. Right, yeah. That was my motivation. I'm, okay. I'm limping. I haven't had an accident in my jumpsuit. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> And then finally, Act 3, the big finale, the piece de resistance, a bold move, I leap into a dog. Yeah, no one saw that coming. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming, but you can see it for yourselves. As we say, it's on the Absolute Radio Facebook page and we have tweeted it out. Go check it out and thank you once again for all your comments. Yeah, even you, Alan. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. The rumours are true. The Bring Back Quantum Leap Taster Tape is out and about. You can see it on our Facebook page and, of course, you can see it on our Twitter feed, which is where we're also going to tweet out a little link. You see, there is a form that Netflix put out there. It's almost like a petition. 
Yeah. And so you explain why you would like to see a certain TV show come back and what that TV show is. And then Netflix go through the, I know it's going to be hundreds of thousands of requests. Yeah. And then they put all of the series of Quantum Leap back on That's there. That's great. And if 100,000 people sign up to it, they debate it in Parliament. As <laughs> That's well, exactly right. Netflix and I would love to back, see yeah. Theresa May talk her way out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a TV show or movie you'd like to see on Netflix. Tell us about it, is what it says. Yeah. So that's basically it. And then you just fill in, I'd like to see Quantum Leap come back. There Maybe even if they just wanted to do seasons one and two, just to, yeah. you know, a palette cleanser. It doesn't have just to, to be a reboot. Back. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a reboot. Just show the old ones. Um, you know, we've kind of put a lot of effort into making this little taster tape for all you leapers out there. It'd be really good if, along with us, you could just say, hey, Netflix, give us some Quantum Leap. It's just nice to know it's there. It's like a comfort yes, blanket, it's isn't gonna it? It's going to be there whenever you want it. Yeah. yeah, if you just, whether you watch it or not, it doesn't matter. But it's always yeah. nice to get home and know that you can sit yeah, down and go, exactly. I'm going to watch an episode of Quantum Leap. Yeah, when the mood takes you. At Absolute Radio, that's where we're going to be tweeting the link out. Um, I've got a still here of the credits rolling at the end of the taster tape that we made. Uh, Dog was played by Thor. Thank you once again to Thor and his owner, Nat. Uh, director Dave Berry, producer Dave Berry, executive producer Dave Berry, costume design Dave Berry, Simon Pegg, yeah. stunt coordinator <laughs> Dave Berry. That's right, I was limping because I'd escaped from maximum security prison, catering Dave Berry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I did the theme tune. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where, on Friday, Jill from Glasgow won the £10,000 Wix fix so she could finally turn her garden into the outdoor space of her dreams. It was to be Japanese-inspired. And when we rang Jill back to tell her that of all of the amazing poems and rhyming couplets and songs that we had from you, the lovely listeners, that week, hers was our favourite. Her reaction to winning was sublime. And the winner of... The Wix Fix £10,000 Garden Makeover is... Jill from Glasgow! And joining us right now, I'm so happy to say, it is Jill. Good morning, Jill. Me again. You Good again. Um, firstly, I've never been called a wee dancer before, so thank you very much for that. It's a, it's a great honor. Did you have to go and look that up and see what it was? Intensely Scottish <laughs> celebration. <laughs> I do. I feel deeply honoured to be a wee dancer, so thank you for that, Jill. Um, now, Jill, you won the £10,000 Wix Fix makeover for your garden. Um, how has your weekend been? Have you been very excited? Have you had an added pep in your step? Oh, yeah. I've been jumping about all over the place, out of that garden, just ripping things out. <laughs> Destroying it even more. Okay, right? oh, just so they've got even more work to do when they arrive to begin the landscaping process. Yeah. Why, why not? Why not? Um, now, Jill, we know you didn't want to come on air and talk about this because that's not what really nice people do, and you clearly are a very nice person. But we were so uh, determined to get you on because it is a Monday and people need to hear that we live in a nice world where nice people do nice things for other folk. And, uh, Jill, the first thing you said to us when you came off air on Friday, after winning £10,000 is that you would like to share some of your winnings with the other three finalists so that they can have a nice time in their garden too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to 
I want you to do it anonymously and be cool, but you've just blown that for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anonymous is, if Kirby Enthusiasm has taught us anything as a series, Anonymous is cool. But um, <laughs> sorry to blow your cover. But Jill, as I say, you know, we live in a world where it's nice to hear yes. nice things from people. And that is so lovely of you. Uh, oh, thanks. So well it's done. Nice to be nice. It, um, is, it is nice to be nice. Yeah. And you know what? I, everybody entered it. And everybody actually in life needs a wee helping hand sometimes. And, you know, we have been very very lucky in lots of ways in our life but for this as well and I just thought you know what if that happened to me and I got that a couple of weeks later or something I'd be chuffed to bits so it's why not you wee dancer, you yeah. wee dancer, Jill. Copyright on that. <laughs> um, we're going to tell uh, the other finalists, Stella and her lovely ten-year-old son Ryan. We'll let Ed in Leamington Spa know and Rowan as well that you're going to do that for them, so they can have a nice time in their garden. And once again, Jill, thank you for not being anonymous and being really <laughs> lovely. Round of applause for Jill from Glasgow. Thanks. Um, knowing the former in recently, I'll probably speak to you tomorrow, Jill, if that's cool. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, great. I'll, 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 get, get over here. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little tinkle. Don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, Jill. Speak to you soon now. Lots of love. Bye. 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 The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Coming up next, well, I'm going to give you the beginning of a text we have received. Hi, guys. I've never, ever felt the need to contact a radio station before, but Matt has forced me to, <laughs> to correct him. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. When we first came on air this morning, uh, around ten past six, Matt was telling a, a story of his house being invaded by flies because he's had to leave all the windows and doors open because of this pesky hot weather that we're all having um and matt said that there was a lazy fly on his armchair and matt flicked it uh getting rid of the fly uh happens very rarely it yeah. put in my mind of the time mr miyagi caught the fly in the chopsticks in karate kid yeah well <laughs> hell hath no fury like a listener who enjoyed karate kid back in the day scorned <laughs> Morning, guys. Point of fact, it was not Mr Miyagi who caught a fly with chopsticks. It was his student, Daniel. Now, that's what Pat sent in. Thank you for that, Pat. Mm. Matt was fuming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said, bear in mind, I haven't seen the film since the mid-'80s. You know, it's not something I've re-watched. But I was going on memory and knowledge of Mr Miyagi in general. Um, so... I was forced to then cut the talk a bit on the show short because I could I could hear a swear coming. I thought that you know Matt might Matt might let one go. I thought he was going to give it to Pat with both barrels. To be fair, um, so we we can confirm that you know Daniel does catch the fly, not Mister Miyagi. <laughs> Wouldn't a fly swatter be easier? Man who catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. You ever catch one? Not yet. Can I try? Hey, 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 Mr. Miyagi, look! <laughs> you begin a luck. Um, so, Matt, I think you owe Pat an apology. Well, I mean, it, it would appear... <laughs> that doesn't that sound I like owe, the start of an apology. It would appear that I owe Pat an apology. Uh, but Mr Miyagi was a karate master, you know. He knew the martial arts. He'd been doing it for years. As if he couldn't do that. He was pretending not to be able to catch them to build up his young apprentice. No, he wasn't. To get to make him feel pumped. He was, Hi, guys. I've never, ever felt the need to contact a radio station before, but Matt has forced me to correct him over this whole karate kid fly business. Mr Miyagi has been trying to catch the fly with the chopsticks, presumably for a long time, whilst Daniel starts to have a go and manages to catch it pretty quickly, thus annoying the old man. Correct fact. Well, yeah, that's what Mr Miyagi never caught a fly! <laughs> 
He's been trying to do so for ages. Daniel tried and caught the fly straight away, uh, leading to the quip. Beginner's luck. That's from Sheffield Bakemore. Well, it did lead to the quick beginner's luck. And, if, I mean, you know, he was pretending not to be able to... But, of course, if he wanted to, Mr Miyagi can do anything. He could have caught that fly. And, in fact, in Karate Kid 2, he does catch a fly <laughs> with chopsticks. <laughs> just, just just to settle the argument once and for all. Um, there we go, Pat. That is as close to an so apology sorry, as you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Pat, but you're still wrong. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Our mission is to get it back back on the screens. We have tweeted out a link to Netflix where you can make suggestions for TV shows you'd like to see at Absolute Radio. Go and fill it in. As Matt says, if we get 100,000 signatures they have to debate it in Parliament. Yeah. Which would be one hell of an addition of um, question time as well, wouldn't it, if they were talking about yeah, yeah shoot at the back and stripe a jumper. <laughs> oh, I don't know why they're debating bringing back Quantum Leap. It seems a total waste of time with Brexit and all. Okay, you over there in a the polo neck. Um, Vicky Sampson has seen the video that we made, the O to Quantum Leap, which is on the Absolute Radio Facebook page and our Twitter feed, and her words are simply more genius. Whoa. Neil Joyce says, spot on, oh boy. Patrick's Nick Evans described it as simply engrossing. Engrossing. Jason Blackford, thank you so much for these comments. More, we want more, more, more. Fun <laughs> as, Quantum Leap, just the best show. Jen Barnes says, you've absolutely nailed it. Matt makes a fine owl. Oh, why, thank you, Jen. You really do. Andrea Rowe says, made my Monday, and then lots of emojis. Hi, Dave. Your Quantum Leap was short and sweet, says Mark in Shefford. Well, Mark, let's tackle that first bit of your text, shall we? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just indicative of the world in which we live. Um, I was executive producer, chief scriptwriter, and the star of the Quantum Leap video. If I'd had my way, it would have been a solid 32 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, you could have um, been Apparently, episode. things have got to be one minute 28 when I want to watch it. Yeah, they want bite uh, size, bite oh, size. cut out all of that Their great material that I wrote in the middle. so short, they can't deal with anything over one minute 45. Yeah, it's like, well, why don't we give the people the chance to make their own decisions about that instead of, like, hacking away with a butcher's knife at the brilliant owl monologue I spent the last yeah. three weeks crafting for Matt only to deliver it brilliantly and I won't have to get rid of that and oh anyway um well done oh thanks Mark um question though did Matt have his lines on his mobile phone that he was using oh. as um as Al's computer device of course well yeah but well um no I was contacting Ziggy obviously directly uh, so, yeah, well, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he did learn his lines as well. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, they were just there. But, you know, that's where you get the information from. That's the, exactly right. So the contraption that Al It was had. what your character so would have done. Yeah. Um, so there, well, there was one um, tiny mistake in all of this, as I say, and this is my fault as exec producer. This falls on my doorstep. Um, and it's at the end, and Matt has been trying to figure out what it is yeah. all show long, which has been slightly annoying for me because it's involved him highlighting other mistakes. <laughs> in well, what is... I thought it was... Oh, we can't I'm going to leave the end. I don't want to give away the ending, do I? So no, uh, no, we can give away the end. But when you leaped into the dog, yeah. and you looked in the mirror, yeah, I thought you should have been, maybe been naked well, because like, the dog wasn't wearing any clothes. That, I, why uh, is that your answer to everything? <laughs> It's good, Dave, but why aren't you naked? No one wants to see that. Um, you're close. It is involving the final scene with right, the dog, yeah. played by the wonderful, adorable Thor, looking in the mirror. In that final scene, which we couldn't reshoot, you can see both Thor in real life and Thor's reflection. And as, of course, as all leapers will know, you would only see the reflection of the character that Sam had leapt into. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. So whether you want to watch it to tear it apart at the end, because it's not factually correct, it yes. is a tribute to some one of the greatest television programmes ever made. Look, yeah. it all oh, makes perfect no. sense now, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, sadly, I am fully clothed. <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
Thank you for all your comments. It seems we are forgiven by the leapers. We know we made a small error at the end of our tribute video, which, as we say, you can see on the Absolute Radio Twitter feed and the Facebook page. You can see both the reflection of the dog I've leapt into and the dog itself stood in the room, which is, I know, pretty unforgivable. So thank you. It's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's frankly something I've spent a long time working on, and it's a mess. If, um, if Belisario, the creator, ever sees this now, he's not going to want anything I'm to I'm worried do about Scott Bacula. Yeah, well, I bet he's, he's got going... a nasty side, isn't yeah. he? He's not going to be happy with yeah, us ruining his, his amazing show. Um, as I say, you can watch it for yourselves. Um, with that in mind, because we have got Thor the dog in the video and we have got the one and only Simon Pegg, next we're going to be smashing together pets and celebrities and from around the room we've got John Terrier... We've got Great Dane Bowers. Nice. And just so producer Dave could have it, we've got Meryl Sheep. And apparently, after lots of Googling, yes, you can have a sheep as a pet. But no one does. Ever. No. Uh, um, also, Jasper Parrot. Jasper Parrot's very good. And Lenny Rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've been getting in touch on text. Uh, we start with Al Pacino and Goose Willis. That's from Ian Ray and oh, Phil. Owl driving Pacino. to work in Wilmslow. Yeah, a lot of pet, pet owls out there, aren't they? <laughs> That's good work, gentlemen. Don't listen to him. Rich in Yately says Michael Canine. (laughs) Morning Berry and crew. Pets and celebs. Jer Bill with us. Yes. Catalie Imbruglia. (laughs) Iguana Ryder Richardson. (laughs) That is all, says Dave, the dental technician in Newcastle. Well done, Dave. Eddie Lizard. <laughs> Rabbit C. Nesbit from Matt in Uneaton. <laughs> David Chickinson. <laughs> oh, nice. Rat LeBlanc. <laughs> nice, very good. That's from Matt, thank you. And Matt, I believe you've been harvesting uh, the rich crop of Twitter. Yes, uh, Chairman Meow comes from Andy King. Spaniel Day Lewis uh, from Nick. Uh, Dev has gone for Ben German Shepherd. <laughs> and uh, Alec Cross uh, has decided to just give us a technique for this one rather than giving any examples. Thanks, Alec. Uh, giraffe, anyone called Jeff. Elephant, anyone called Ellie. So there you go. Come up with your own. <laughs> That's just the rough working. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's a new approach. Elephants so- are such a common pet as well. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, and giraffes for that matter. (laughs) Have you got any of your own? (laughs) I've got John Hamster. Nice. Will Ferret. Oh, yes. And I've gone highbrow with the MP Dominic Rabbit. Oh, oh topical. <laughs> Hi, Dave and crew. Jarvis Cocker Spaniel from Sylvia. Thank you, Sylvia. Joe Cocker. Two from oh, Den in Barking. Oh, Good morning, yes. Den. Jimmy Snail. That's from oh, Graham in Cheltenham. Oh, pet snails. Yeah, everyone's pet. got them. I oh, know that the pet snail was what we had at school. We had Did you have African snails. Did two you? of them. Oh well, there you go. Have you ever seen an African snail? They're quite big, aren't they? They're huge. Yeah, yeah. I found it very scary. Yeah, it's not one of those ones you take home for the weekend, is it? You did. You would take home oh, the African snail. Well, I didn't take it. A lot of responsibility. That is. Of course, it is. Yeah. Just put a bit of lettuce in there. Um, Brad Pitbull, <laughs> Luke in Liverpool. <laughs> Luke in Liverpool. That's nice. And and uh, Die has come in with Roger Poultry. <laughs> Another classic pet there, Ed. <laughs> Just put your poultry next to your pet elephant. <laughs> Have yourself a great week. Um, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. The Daily Smash will return tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's an repeat guarantee here on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where one of our favourite features to do involves you. Without you, we could not do it. It is trades people to the stars. Effectively, this is a 
call to arms to all the tradespeople of this fine country. If you have plied your trade for a celebrity, we would love to hear from you. You can email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. You could win yourself a £100 Wix gift card for your troubles. Plus, we just love the stories. For example, take what Paul told us just last week. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, my man. What's your trade? Uh, I'm an asbestos surveyor. Asbestos surveyor. Very important job. Which celebrity have you surveyed asbestos for? The one and only Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey's on the show, everyone! (laughs) Was Brian Harvey there? He was upstairs. Uh, His missus let us in, and in true Brian Harvey style came down the stairs in a pink dressing gown with his hat back to front. Oh, oh yeah. Just like he did in the E17 yeah. days. Did you talk to Brian? Was he a nice guy? He was a little bit hungover from the night before. He'd had a party with two of the three other bandmates. Oh. Which one didn't turn up, I'm guessing you know. Tony probably wasn't oh, Tony, there. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, he's, he's moved Tony. On. He's moved on with his life. <laughs> but I like very, this. Very Two quiet ones always turn we, up. We are hearing... <laughs> John and Terry, I Sorry. think you'll find their names yeah, are, yeah. Matt. Blimey. Um, I like that we're getting the inside track about which members of E17 get together still from Real an asbestos gossip. surveyor yeah. called Paul. This is, <laughs> this is brilliant. Who needs Heat magazine <laughs> when you've got Paul? Um, so, even in his hungover state, did Brian Harvey from E17 offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee? Yes, he offered to make us a cup of tea. Yay! <laughs> Thank you once again to our tradesperson, Paul. Now, this is absolutely no reflection on the man who I'm sure is very lovely, Brian Harvey, but as you may be able to tell, it doesn't matter how big or small the celebrity is. <clears throat> Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We'd love you to be one of our tradesperson to the stars. We'll be returning to this feature tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where today, I felt a little bit of pressure. The weight of some of the greatest TV ever made responsibility resting upon my shoulders as we attempted to get Quantum Leap back on the air by creating a taster tape. Um, And we put it out there this morning. It was Quantum Leap Day today. And it's been really well received. And I just been. want to say how happy that has made us. Apart from the slight mix-up with the dog at the end, for, <laughs> for real um, purists of the, the, the quantum. Well, no one had noticed until I decided to take a decision to fess up about this. <laughs> but all weekend long, I was so perplexed by it that producer Dave, in his own time, nearly had to film a friend of his dog. <laughs> a total reshoot. You hear about all these troubles in, in production of films in Hollywood. Yeah. We nearly had to shoot the whole end of the Quantum Leap video on a Saturday afternoon. And get his friend's dog to say, oh boy, in front of a mirror. And it (laughs) was was difficult enough to teach (laughs) Thor to say, oh boy, at the end of this one, uh, let alone a new dog. Um, But we did it. It's got a prison-issue jumpsuit in it. It's got Hollywood A-lister Simon Pegg, Mm. and it has got an adorable dog called Thor, and you can see it on the Absolute Radio Facebook page, and it's also on our Twitter feed, at Absolute Radio. But in all, I mean, your comments were positive, and as I say, that means the world, so thank you. But we didn't let down our fellow leapers. Hopefully we will hashtag bring back Quantum Leap off the back of this. That's the aim. I also learned today that while Mr Miyagi did catch a fly in his chopsticks in the second Karate Kid movie, he at least appeared not to be able to in the first one. The scene where Ralph Macchio's character catches the fly in the chopsticks, leading to Miyagi calling it beginner's luck. So I do accept that I may have been more Danny LaRusso than Miyagi when I flicked a fly like a martial arts expert over the weekend. 
It's been quite the day. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.